The New York Islanders have started rookie camp for the 2023-24 season. Plus, Zach Parisi makes a decision and Josh Bailey says goodbye. We've got all that plus a draft pick signing all on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Sark tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. And welcome, everybody, to the Friday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I want to thank everyone who makes Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts so you can get new episodes as soon as they drop. You can also now hear us on SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just do a search for Locked on Islanders. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. We have got a lot to discuss on today's show, but first, if there's something Islanders related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, maybe a topic you'd like us to discuss on a future episode, feel free to send us an email to LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com, and if you leave your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You can also follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Isles, and you can follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at Ice Wars, NYR, VSNYI. We will keep you up to date on all things Islanders throughout training camp, preseason, and through the entire upcoming 2023-2024 campaign. So please join us for that. And don't forget, everydayers and everybody else, we go back to a five-show-a-week schedule starting on Monday. So it's Monday through Friday, all Islanders all the time, starting next week. All right. Busy, busy time the last few days for the New York Islanders. And I guess the big news that we start with is that rookie camp has gotten underway. And that is always a good thing. When they make that announcement, you know, they used to do the rookie camp shortly after the draft in July. Now they are doing it before training camp. I guess that gives them a little more continuity. And look, here are the players who are going to be at the Islanders rookie camp right now. 14 forwards, Aston Calder, Joseph Cipollone, William Dufour, Justin Gill, Simon Holmstrom, Ruslan Iskakov, Blade Jenkins, uh, Dylan Kufler, E2 Liukas, Kyle McLean, 
Matthew Maggio, Reese Newkirk, Riley Piercy, and Jacob Pavanka. Those are the 14 forwards. You've got six defensemen, Aiden Fulp, Isaiah George, Christian Krieger, <clears throat> Travis Mitchell, Callie Odelius, and Vincent Savignier. And then three goalies, you got Tristan Lennox, who is the most well-known of the three, and then Brent Moran and Henrik Tikkanen also going to be at this rookie camp, and it is underway. So the New York Islanders have started rookie camp. By the way, before the rookie camp even... <coughs> <coughs> Before the rookie camp even started, the Islanders announcing that Isaiah George, a 2022 pick in the draft, he signed a three-year entry-level deal. So Isaiah George now going to be uh, a member of the New York Islanders going forward, uh, going to be a professional now. And I, I, I kind of like that idea, George as you may know, fourth-round pick in 2022. Six feet tall, 199 pounds. Won't turn 20 until February 15th of 2024. Had seven goals, 15 assists, and 22 points in 54 games with the London Knights of the Ontario uh, Junior Hockey League. Last year was a plus 23 in those 54 games, added three assists, and 10 penalty minutes in 20 playoff games with London. So Isaiah George most likely going to, <laughs> I would say, start the season with Bridgeport. But again, we have to see. But just glad to see that we are underway with the uh, rookie camp. And it really means that this season is going to get underway and... Look, obviously, some of these guys, it's important that they shine in rookie camp, allowing them to make a good first impression. And, you know, once you do that, you can make that impression before the veterans come in at training camp and sort of get a little bit of a leg up on uh, some of your teammates. And, look, you, you want to put the fact that, you know, there's reasons to watch you. Uh, and and be optimistic about your future as a prospect before the veterans get here. And to me, you know, there's a couple of categories of guys in here. Uh, Simon Holmstrom, for example, uh, you know, played 50-plus games last year with the Islanders, didn't produce a lot offensively, did a nice job positionally from a defensive standpoint, you know, he wants to stay in the NHL. He wants to be back with the team. He has to make a good impression. And even if he does, I think the, the fact that he doesn't have to pass through waivers if he is sent down to Bridgeport may mean he starts the season in Bridgeport regardless. Then you have guys like Matthew Maggio and uh, Isaiah George and guys like Ruslan Iskakov, who are really trying to, uh, William Dufour, you know, they have hopes of making this team, if not right out of training camp, although there is an outside shot of that, uh, certainly down the road. And, you know, when injuries hit or players aren't producing, guys like Iskakov and Dufour and Maggio and 
uh, guys like Isaiah George and Cal Odelius, you know, these are the guys who can get called up among the, the, the first group, and that the chances of that happening certainly increase dramatically if you make that good first impression both in training camp and in rookie camp, which precedes training camp. And we also get to get a look at Tristan Lennox, who is considered a bit of a, uh, you know, a prospect in goal for the New York Islanders. And again, you want to see what this guy can do. Third round pick in 2021. So not his first rookie camp with this team, but Lennox, you know, hopefully going to play with the Bridgeport Islanders go up to the AHL after playing in Saginaw last year. And if he can do that and, and again, uh, make a nice impression on the coaching staff and the management here before then, you know, his stock goes up. Maybe he gets a chance to play more in Bridgeport. And again, if injuries hit, who gets called up? You know, it could be Jakob Skerek. It could be Tristan Lennox. And getting off to a good start for Lennox certainly could help his chances of being that guy who's called up. So overall, the Islanders uh, getting this rookie camp underway. Great to see some of these prospects and uh, other players out there on the ice, ready to prepare for this upcoming season. And it just gets my blood pumping because I am excited about what is ahead for the New York Islanders. All right, we have got more to discuss on this show. Zach Parise finally making an announcement, uh, or at least, should I say, Lula Morello making an announcement about Zach Parise. We'll talk about that and a whole lot more coming up on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Football season is here, and FanDuel is giving you the chance to win all season long because right now, when you bet on a Super Bowl winner, you can get bonus bets every time that team wins during the regular season. Just pick any team to win the Super Bowl, and you'll get bonus bets for every victory. Can the Giants bounce back from their rough start against the Cowboys? How about the Jets? I mean, Will they be able to succeed without Aaron Rodgers? No matter what team you bet on, you will get bonus bets every time they win this regular season. And you can use those bonus bets on spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Just visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and start earning bonus bets with America's number one sports book. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Check it out. So... Lou Lamorello held his press conference earlier this week to get things started, and he basically made an announcement that Zach Parise did not retire. Keep in mind, Zach Parise did not retire, but what he did do is, uh, well, he told Lou Lamorello he will not be starting training camp with the New York Islanders, which means... Game one against Buffalo in now less than a month. Very unlikely that uh, he is going to be in the lineup for that. Here's what Lamorello actually said. Zach Parise will not be here for training camp. Zach will be with his family. But then he said, we'll see how the rest of the season goes. So not 
a uh, not a retirement announcement, but definitely an announcement that Zach Parise isn't here. And then Lou goes on. The door is always open. I think everyone knows the relationship that I have had with Zach since he was 17 years old. When you have a player like that who loves the game and who has had the success he's had and what he did for the team, it's a tough thing for him to make that decision. You allow it to go on as long as possibly as you possibly can without pressing or asking. I think he made the right decision for his family, and we'll just keep the door open for him. So, you know, that's the official word on Zach Parise. By all, you know, expectations, if he comes and joins the team, maybe it's around the All-Star break or near the trade deadline, and he joins them, you know, gets back in shape and joins them for the uh, playoff push, as it were. But as of right now, uh, you know, it is looking less likely that we will see Zach Parise during the early part of this season, and maybe not at all. Uh, we have to see how that ends up playing out. But now the question becomes, you know, who out there could replace him? And, you know, every day, as you know, I've said in the past that I didn't think Zach Parise was likely to come back. And one of the reasons is because the Islanders had prepared for this eventuality. Signing Julian Gauthier, for example, and to me, he is probably the the most likely candidate to replace Parise in the lineup. Uh, you know, you don't sign him if you're confident that Zach Parise is going to be back. And the other thing that you get from Julian Gauthier is you get some pretty darn good speed. Doesn't change direction as well as perhaps you want, but that speed uh, certainly can create opportunities. The Islanders also signed Carlson Kuhlman. Uh, whether or not, you know, he gets a long look in training camp, I think William Dufour, also a possibility, although it would take a very, very strong training camp. He has to raise his consistency level substantially if he hopes to fill that void. And then you have Ruslan Iskakov, who isn't that young at 23, and you know, got off to a very fast start in Bridgeport, kind of slumped in the middle of the season, picked it up a little bit late. But, you know, will the Islanders trust a guy who's listed at 5'9 and a buck 65? Can Iskakov take the physicality of 82 NHL games and still be productive? He struggled midseason in the AHL with the physicality. You know, is that the reason his production slowed down in midseason? You know, that's up for the coaching staff and scouts to determine. But, you know, that's the issue with him. And, you know, the thing about Dufour and Ishkakov, we have talked about this team needing to get younger, faster, and more skilled. And, well, Ishkakov could add a little speed. Dufour and Ishkakov can certainly make you younger and more skilled. Obviously, Gautier would give you younger and faster, but the Islanders are going to also have to figure out a way to 
realistically replace the 21 goals that Zach Parise scored for them last year. And it, it becomes, you know, uh, a, an issue because the Islanders have struggled to score goals for years now. And they are really going to need to find a way to, to overcome the, you know, the, the absence offensively of Zach Parise. So we'll see what approach they do when it comes to replacing him. You know, they can go the safe route with some of these veterans who could fill in, or they could try to be a little bit more uh, daring and aggressive and give a chance to a rookie or a younger player who can give you more offense, but you may sacrifice consistency. You may sacrifice play in your own zone. Look, Knowing Lou Lamorello and his M.O. and Lane Lambert and his M.O., I think one of the veterans is more likely to get first crack at this spot. But we know uh, Zach Parise not going to be in training camp. Neither is, by the way, Tomas Tatar. He signed with uh, a different team, not going to be with the Islanders. So uh, no Tomas Tatar, no Zach Parise. And we move on to uh, alternatives at this point. Uh, hopefully the Islanders find someone who can fit in and get the job done. Because, boy, you know, for a team that struggled offensively, losing the 21 goals is meaningful. And I'll take it a step further. Zach Parise was also one of the better penalty killers on this team. And you don't need the same player to replace the 21 goals and be the penalty killer? You don't. You could go with two different guys. You know, Hudson Fashing, for example, could be the next penalty killer in that place. Maybe Julian Gauthier could do it as well because of his speed. But realistically, you've got to replace that penalty killing skill that Parise brought, and you've got to replace the goal scoring, the 21 goals that he gave you. Oliver Wallstrom could goal for goal step in and replace Zach Parise's production. He hasn't done it yet at the NHL level, but he's certainly capable of it. And it just remains a, a question of, you know, whether or not he'll get the job done. And, you know, is he a candidate for the third line, second line, first line? It's uh, going to be interesting to see how it all plays out once training camp gets underway and fingers crossed that the New York Islanders get the job done and, and not only replace Zach Parise and his production, but are able to supersede it by the time the season is over. And look, you're not going to replace the experience and the leadership that Parise gave you. He was uh, a, a mentor and a guy who really led by example because he did all the little things right. But at the same time, you can replace his production and you can meet some of those goals as far as younger, faster, more skilled. So let's see how Lane Lambert and Lou Lamorello decide to go about replacing Zach Parise. And again, remember, they left the door open. It still remains possible at some point during this season that Zach Parise rejoins the Islanders we have to see 
how that goes. We have got more to get to on today's show. Josh Bailey signing with another team. We'll see. Uh, and he penned a nice farewell to Long Island and Islander fans, so we'll talk about both of those things. Plus, our Islanders' birthday of the day, an enforcer from the early 90s who was very popular with this team uh, and even had one hat trick in his NHL career. Let's see if you can guess who that is. We've got all that and more coming up on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Jace Medical. And look, everybody should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's why Jace Medical offers the Jace case. The Jace case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use and gives you a peace of mind so that you're not just hoping that you could have access to medication in an emergency. Jace Medical makes sure you have the medication in hand. And look, Jace Medical is simple. They handle everything from the online evaluation to licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultation and care. So don't get caught unprepared. Save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical, plus an additional $20 off your order by using code LOCKEDON at checkout at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com promo code locked on to get your jace case today josh bailey finally finding another home well temporarily bailey signing a tryout a pto with the ottawa senators and that became official on thursday and yet before then uh on Wednesday, Bailey basically writing in the Players' Tribune uh, a farewell to Islander fans and to the to the people of Long Island, and you know a very heartfelt letter from a great guy in Josh Bailey. Uh, I want to thank not just this great fan base he wrote, but the people of Long Island as a whole. This place is special. From the outside, I think a lot of people would agree what's not to love. But what really makes this place unique is the people, all of you. That's why Long Island will always be home for me and my family. And, you know, he said, it's been quite a ride. Not always the smoothest of rides, but I wouldn't change a thing. The tough times make you stronger and allow you to enjoy the good ones that much more. And we had plenty of good ones. I do recall some rather funny moments at the Coliseum. Uh, Some nights, if I was starting the National Anthem, could be a vulnerable 90 seconds standing there at the blue line. I heard it all, the encouragement and, in quotes, encouragement. Uh, But that passion is also what provided my teammates and me with some incredible moments and memories. It's what makes Long Island life. And in life, you have to earn people's respect no matter where you are or what you do. In New York, you you need to earn it that much more, and I hope that never changes. We can't thank you enough for all the love and support over the years. Wherever it has been on the island, uh, we felt the love over and over again. It's been an honor to live on Long Island, wear the Islander jersey, and help represent this great organization and our fans from all over. 
There were so many moments that stand out to me, but none compares to hearing the roar of the crowd after scoring in overtime in the playoffs. And of course, hearing you all sing, it still gives me chills to this day. Thank you. Until next time, ooh-ah, number 12. So Josh Bailey with a heartfelt message to Long Island fans, and then he goes out and signs a PTO with the Ottawa Senators. And look, uh, if he's not playing the New York Islanders, I I wish Josh Bailey a class act. All the best. I hope he can continue his NHL career. I know that's something that he really wants to do. And, uh, you know, Bales has always been a good guy from the time he was a rookie. And I'm just glad that he will be uh, getting a chance, at least, to continue his NHL career. Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day. And Thursday was the 57th birthday of former Islanders forward Mick Vakoda, undrafted, native of Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, 6'295 pounds, made his debut with the Islanders during the 87-88 season, topped 200 penalty minutes in his first six seasons with the Isles, stayed with the Islanders from 87-88 all the way through the 96-97 season, before finishing his NHL career with uh, brief stints with the Tampa Bay Lightning and Montreal Canadiens. Retired after uh, the 1999-2000 season and played in 573 NHL games, 17 goals, 46 points, and yeah, 2,071 penalty minutes. Played in 23 playoff games, 22 of them as a member of the Islanders, including 15 during that Magic Stanley Cup, uh, well, that conference final run back in 1993, and had 73 penalty minutes in those games. His best game as an Islander, tough to argue with this one, October 20th, 1989, at the old Cap Center in Landover, Maryland. Islanders going with Glenn Healy in goal against Don Beaupre for the Capitals. And in this game... Mick Vakoda scored his only career NHL hat trick. It was a natural hat trick. All three goals coming in an exactly five-minute span at 10.08 of the first period, 14.40 of the first period, and 15.08 of the period. Don Maloney and Gilles Thibodeau uh, assisting on two of them, and Thibodeau also assisted on the third. Islanders went on to win this game by a score of 5-3. to three. Glenn Healy with 26 saves. Islanders out shooting the Caps 33-29. to 29. But for Mick Vakoda, three goals on five shots. Hey, add seven penalty minutes in this game, which means he also dropped the gloves with Alan May in this case. May also picked up an instigator. No assists, so no Gordie Howe hat trick in this one. But fan favorite and Islander tough guy, Mick Vakoda, is our Islanders' birthday of the day. Want to thank everyone again for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Every dayers, we're back on Monday. We'll have the latest from rookie camp, training camp, and any other Islanders news, notes, and happenings. I do want to wish everyone celebrating the holiday this weekend. Uh, uh, a happy and a healthy new year uh, for Rosh Hashanah. So uh, 
definitely want to send our wishes to everyone celebrating the holiday. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. And of course, let's go Islanders.